You're listening to Redemption Cast, Season 1, Episode 17, Eternity. A young television actress whose career is in a slump seeks to preserve her youthful appearance by becoming one of the undead. Angel's a vampire who has a soul and he's glad to see ya. He fights the darkness with... Really? Stupid head? My favorite part of that stupid head clip is when, right at the end where Steph goes, what? <laughs> I love it. Who are you? <laughs> Who are you? Oh, uh, I was going to say, we're not doing that episode. Uh, I'm Robin. I'm Stephanie. I'm Kimberly. This is Gabby. And I'm Illyrio. And if you're new to this show, we are Redemption Cast and we are an intro cast watching Angel. Where myself, Kim, and Gabby have never watched it before. Robin and Steph have watched it. And we basically talk about the show. And how much we love it. Right, Gabby? Uh, yes. Thank you, Will. Actually, yes. I have an announcement to make. <gasps> we're here. We're... we're right? <laughs> <laughs> it finally took 17 episodes. I finally like this show. Yay. Wow. I liked it so much. I got so into it. I didn't take one note. <laughs> Other than my scoring system and a couple of quotes. Illyrio, can you edit that uh, quote out and send it to me? I need a ringtone. <laughs> oh, don't worry. I'm on it. it maybe, maybe splice it into the first episode. No. <laughs> Uh, who do you think I am? George Lucas? <laughs> <laughs> These are not the quotes you're looking for. <laughs> Ooh, quotes. Let's do that. <laughs> oh, let's talk about Angel. What's the Star War? <laughs> awesome. You guys didn't get that yet. <laughs> hey, hey. That's mm. enough. Also, Sorry. code echo. <laughs> I heard echoing. <sighs> okay. <laughs> Talk amongst yourselves. We will. So, guys, wasn't uh-huh. it awesome seeing Angelus? Yes. Yay, Angelus! Okay. <laughs> Let I me tell you, I think that uh, there was a, like a real a split. This episode splits a lot of uh, the fan base because, what? yes, I mean I can't believe it because like any Angelus is good Angelus. Yeah, but they're like calling shenanigans. A lot of people like really on this show. Yeah, Josh Eden would never do that to us. <laughs> really? <laughs> Come on, I was yeah. Even I knew was like okay. I, I know Angelus isn't back. 
his number one fan. However, I was <laughs> I, it was great to see him, even a small glimpse of him. Yeah, to know that that's still there and that can still happen, that Just they can bring that out whenever they want. Same here. Yeah, absolutely. Big fan, huge well, fan. I thought he was faking at first, and then when I realized he was mm-hmm. under the influence of drugs, I was like, take more drugs. Take more drugs. <laughs> Kill them all. Kill them all, and then wake up from your dr- drug-induced stupor and realize that you've killed all your friends. No! <laughs> but with Angelus coming out and being such a complete and utter asshole to everybody. Oh, he's so mean. He's so, so mean, cool. but guess what? He get he finally has some something to do with the show for acting wise, like for Derek, uh, David Boreanaz. Mm-hmm. He's got some personality. He's got something to play with, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. that makes the scenes so much more interesting. Um, I have a bit of trivia since we were talking about this already. Um, Don't say trivia. Oh, sorry. Sorry, Tim. Okay, so uh, Tim, my dear friend of the show, uh, says uh, this is possibly Joss's favorite episode. I think he's talking about season one. Joss's favorite episode of season one. Again, one of the very first few episodes, as I mentioned, uh, where the permutation of the script you saw came after Joss decided that Angel should go bad in the second part of the episode. Mm-hmm. I know there's a lot of criticism on the internet about the way he went bad, but and did he really go bad? The idea of giving Angel a variation of ecstasy, to me, that just worked. I thought it was a ver- really good way to bring Angelus into the series for a moment so that he could interact with our characters for a moment without doing some big Angel is turned evil arc. You sort yeah. of get to have your cake and eat it too in that episode. It really works when he goes evil. Mm-hmm. Couldn't agree more. Mm-hmm. I agree with you, friend yeah. of the show, Tim Minear. <laughs> I have more from Tim Minear. He said that um, originally Angel was envi- envisioned as being an anthology with the client of the week providing the emotional center for each episode. However, as the first season progressed, the writers began to concentrate on the emotional interplay between the main characters instead. As Tim Minear explains, you can have an interesting plot. And an interesting client, but it's difficult to create sympathy for someone you're introducing for one episode. This Uh episode, at first, presents events from the guest star's point of view, but if you look at how the episode ends up, Manier says it's really about our core people, and by the end of the episode, the client's gone, and there's not even a wrap-up scene at the end with the actress. It's all about Angel being chained to the bed and Cordelia not untying him. At first... Versions of the script. In the first versions of the script, the emotional focus remained on Rebecca for the entire episode until creator Joss Whedon decided to add the element of Angel going bad. If that episode had gone before the cameras earlier in the rotation, Mm. I think it probably... Mm. You would have seen probably... I think you would have probably seen a different ending with more... A problem than on Angel, my ear says. Uh That's interesting. Right. I could give crap about her. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's kind of funny because as I'm watching her, I'm thinking, wow, does Sarah, Sarah Michelle Geller think like this now? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's exactly. That's, that's actually definitely a point I was going to bring up. Like, um, 
you know, the way she talks about how she's known for this character that she played since she was 14 and she played for almost like 10 years uh-huh. um, and how everybody just kind of screams her name Raven uh, uh-huh. at her. Um, I'm, I can imagine that's how a lot of uh, Buffy and Angel actors feel. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I'm shocked when I see like pictures of uh, Nicholas Brendan at, con- at conventions and he's all like gray and stuff. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I wonder... He's, he has a good time with the fans, but I feel, you know, it's kind of pitiful that that's all he has is... Oh, no, he was his, on Criminal Minds for a little while. Yeah, but it's he like... He's good, he's, too. He's, well, and when he was on... Um, private practice. Private practice, he Crazy. was great. But isn't it kind of pitiful yeah. that he's still, you know, dwelling on a role that he played? Hmm. I don't think it's his fault. I don't think right. it's from him lack of trying to do other things. Because when you get these crazy casting directors and whatnot, they only see them as, as uh, you know, child, or, or what should I say, teenage. Yeah, they get You know what I mean? That's, yeah, thank you. Yeah. And so they don't give them a chance, even though they would probably be great at something different. Like, I'm not going to lie, whenever I see Sarah Michelle Gellar in something, I don't even think Sarah Michelle Gellar. I'm like, oh, there's Buffy. You know what I mean? <laughs> mm-hmm. Not on purpose. Yeah. It's like the entire uh, se- season I watched of Ringer where I was like, why does she just kick that person's ass? <laughs> 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 it's like you could all be Buffy and no kick ass Buffy. <laughs> Side note, was that show canceled? Yes. Yeah. Oh, I kind of liked watched it. it. I did too. It was. I taped it. It was, it was good. A uh, guilty so, pleasure. Don't say yeah. taped, Kim. They're gonna think we don't have DVRs up here. <laughs> <laughs> so excellent. Uh, good conversation here, and uh, I do believe <laughs> I emailed something um, to the potential cast email group to be played during this. Uh, Email group, email address to be played during this podcast. I don't to the know potential that... cast email address. Yeah, just because I saw you were on there. Oh, well, let me log out of the uh, redemption cast email I just logged into to realize nobody sent us an email. Yeah, what or a voicemail. Yeah, people, put your feelings about Robin aside and send us feedback. <laughs> <laughs> is it? Is it me? Be here. Is it me? <laughs> Bad. You're such the big bad. You really are, Gabby. And now you're turning. You're flipping the script on us. Oh, here we go. Uh-huh. Forward. And I'm going to download this. Guys, you guys ready? Ready. Oh, wait. <laughs> I'd like to see him bad again. Oh, Just for oh like... boy, here we Don't go. Don't tease me with your imagination. <laughs> <laughs> No, but I'd like to see him struggling with being bad by doing something bad. Like, even just for, like, a little taste of it. Like, a taste of blood that they cut mm-hmm. out. Yeah. Wow. Well, that's two episodes in a row. Wow. <laughs> two episodes in a row. Kim is bang on on theories. Wow. Holy cannoli. Like, not even just a little bit, like, uh, bang on, you're right. I don't. The thing is, I don't even remember saying either one of those. So, so well, that was from uh, our episode uh, in the dark, and uh, yeah, and thank you very much, Beth, for sending that. Much appreciated. 
amazing. That's, that's Speaking interesting. Speaking of doing a bang-up job. Yeah, so I is Netflix like cataloging... Kim... A... Sorry, go ahead, Gabby. I, was like, I think that Kim may have seen Angel before. Nope. I'm called shenanigans. Don't call shenanigans on Kim. Nope. I'm going to call Allison Hannigans then. God. So is 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 Beth? So is Beth archiving all our theories? Yes, she is. Oh, I can't wait until we're done. <laughs> can't wait until uh, we're done. We can, oh, Beth, you are awesome. Thank you so much. I thought uh, I would be pretty pissed if Angelus went back to Angel at the end, but mm, it was really good. Okay. Actually, at least we got... like it wasn't Sorry, crappy at all. Right? It was. It was actually really, really. Really mm-hmm. quite neat, and <laughs> you know, they leave them all tied up. <laughs> <laughs> he deserved it. He was not nice. I know. <laughs> uh, and jealous, and jealous got to the point of everybody's issues. You know, with Angel and Wesley were not being good friends by uh, just kind of ignoring Cordelia's record. Cordelia needed feedback. Mm-hmm. She needed her friends to tell her how she was doing with her act. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, and then Angelus, I mean, he's so cruel and mean how he does it, and also he with uh, Wesley's inf- inferiority mm-hmm. that he feels. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Alright, all right, we'll get to that. Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> alright, alright, let me just uh, grab these reins here. Hello. Sorry, Hello. we're doing that. Okay, so, um, yeah, this episode is actually directed by a guy named Regis Kimball, <laughs> who was the editor on X-Files and Matlock <laughs> and Buffy, and it wasn't until Earshot that he got his first uh, directing role. So I think um, these two episodes, he does a great job. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Not bad. Also, this aired after a spring hiatus of Angel. It was a couple months after the ring. Mm. They were like, did you see the ring? Well, just come on back. (laughs) (laughs) We promise it'll be better. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So in the first scene, uh, we have uh, Angel and Wesley desperately trying to figure out a way out of a uh, terrible situation. It's Dollhouse. Uh, actually, no, it's a doll's house <laughs> that Cordy is performing in. <laughs> performing? No. <laughs> um, after the awesome opening credits, uh, we have uh, Cordy asking their thoughts on the play. They're and... just way too nice. <laughs> Angel was mean. I wouldn't say it if it wasn't true. Hey, but he said it in such a way that <laughs> he was hoping she wasn't paying attention yes. and that she wouldn't be smart enough awesome. to notice. Mm. It was fantastic. I'm tired of people thinking Cordelia is stupid. She's shallow, but not stupid. Right. Yes. Yeah. Big Jeff. Um, Cordy <laughs> recognizes Oliver Simon and uh, Rebecca Lowell. And uh, Raven! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's so Raven. so a car tries to mow her down and angel pushes her out of the way and tumbles over the car himself and uh yes once he dusts off his duster can uh, i flash forward for a moment please sure i want to talk about this almost being run down by the car okay 
Spoiler alert. So we all find out later on that her manager hired a stuntman to pretend to kill her, right? Mm-hmm. How was he going to pretend to run her over? <laughs> Maybe he Not was going to jump really out suddenly. in front of her. Pardon? <laughs> Maybe he was going to jump out in front and save her. I don't think so. I don't think so at all. Anyway, carry on. Or maybe the car was going to swerve at the last second. <laughs> yeah. No, no, it didn't. <laughs> um, so, yeah, she's she's likes the fact that Angel doesn't know her. And Cordy gives her their card, and Angel retreats to the shadows. The card with the butterfly on it, right? <laughs> can I, can oh. I put out a question there? Yep. Did any of you think that Angel was pretending that he didn't know her because she was a vampire before. No, I, didn't I totally think that at all. thought that. Yeah. I totally did too. I was like, "Oh my gosh, is she from the past?" No, but that <laughs> they sounds know awesome. Each other? Damn my uh, yeah. stupid imagination. <laughs> <laughs> You're so I limited. Mean, I felt like something was up. Like I couldn't figure out. I couldn't put my finger on what was going on. Like. And I, I had no I idea. totally thought that they knew yeah. each other. Nope. Angel was just smitten. He was trying to be cool about it. Yeah, I totally thought there was some. Yeah. yeah, sorry. Yeah, some kind of crazy backstory or whatever. Not that he was just hot for. Hmm. Yeah. Um, this is uh, Tamara Gorski. Probably the only thing I know her from is this <laughs> this uh, show, this episode. Well, I have her IMDb page up. <laughs> And uh, if you look at her IMDb page, uh, it's just, you can notice that she has been with Immortals before. She's uh, on Dracula the series, Forever Night, uh, Highlander, and The Kids in the Hall. <laughs> <laughs> she was in The Kids in the Hall, like a movie or the TV show? TV show. What? Not the wow. original. The original She's or the like, one they just put out? What? The show. Yeah. They, they, they recently had... A uh, six-part series last year. Oh. Oh. No, I'm talking about like. But they know. never had women on. She doesn't seem the comedic type. They dressed in drag. Did you guys uh, recognize Oliver Simon? No. Well, he was the guy on the first episode, right? Yeah. Right. By the way, he looks just like. Who's Oliver Simon? The the manager. Her manager. He he he, okay, he yes. does a really good uh, Steven Spielberg look-alike. <laughs> yeah. Oh or he God, she was actually me. on the Kids in the Hall TV show. Yep. I think she was like very much bit parts. Or yeah, extras. three episodes. Yeah. So in the next scene, Cordy is excited that her elbow made the paper. Uh, <laughs> I would be too. I'm not going to lie, I've done that before. She's from Winnipeg. <laughs> that of she was why she's horrible. <laughs> Angel seems a little more than troubled that he wasn't mentioned in the paper <laughs> when uh, Rebecca comes in. And in the office, she gives him letters that she says are written in blood, but they aren't really. <laughs> and gives him the lowdown on the whole stalker thing. Says, so, you know, even in this office, I feel safe with you. Sorry if I stole somebody's quote. Um, and uh, yeah, she wants to enter her the next stage of her career. Peace of mind. Um, and Angel just gives her the information on the car and turns her away, which pisses Cordy off quite a bit. <laughs> <laughs> and Wesley sees that, you know, Angel is just afraid of getting close to people. Mm-hmm. So Cordy has a vision. 
<laughs> uh, I love that the music came. The music was there too, so I'm like, oh wow, really? And then, oh, <laughs> such a faker. So uh, we find out that uh, Cordy really wants to kind of glom on to Rebecca's stardom to advance it. her own station in life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and poor Rebecca, getting her eyebrows done at the poolside. She's <laughs> at a party where everybody is really just kind of there because it's the scene or whatever, not really interested in her. And uh, as the party uh, dissipates, we have a big smash through a window because... There's a ninja on the premises, and someone's <laughs> got to fight him. I thought that was Darkman. Uh, okay. So Angel can come in her house. Is it because, anyway. did she say earlier when she was at his office that he could come by any time or something? Yep. I think she's at a hotel, right? Wasn't she at a hotel? No, no. no. That's, her, that's her estate. Oh. <laughs> yes, uh, yeah, Steph, she's asked him in the previous scene. I was wondering if these guys would catch it. Um, Hmm. No, we're too yeah. stupid, apparently. It's a, another invitation watch. She says, she says, stop by any time. He says, thanks for the invitation. Oh, he does oh. say that. And so there is apparently no particular time limit for an invitation or even to actually have a place to invite the vampire to. Just <laughs> stop on by. You're screwed. <laughs> so if on this podcast I would say, hey, vampires, come on over any time, I'm basically... Yeah. Oh, no, you're Just dead. All the vampires. First Uh-oh. I said Macbeth, and then, uh... <laughs> Damn, So, there was an accident on the set during this scene. What? Um, yeah. The whole smashing through the glass thing. Yes. Uh-huh. Um, to do that effect, they have to basically set up a charge that explodes the glass moments uh, before the what? stunt guy. They're doing it wrong. You're supposed to use glass made out of uh, sugar. It's it's super breakable and very easy to break accidentally. Mm. Well, I don't know. I guess they must have wanted a more explosive effect. It was so explosive that when uh, Angel Stuntman uh, Mike Massa tried to go through it, he kind of bounced into the glass. The charge went off and it blew him backwards. Now is Mike Massa? Is he like the stunt coordinator? He's like he's like Angel's the Angel stunt double. Oh, okay. I see his name a lot. Stangel. Angel. <laughs> <laughs> so why was Angel there at her house? Stalking her, lurking. So he he lurks around the women he likes. Don't forget. Mm, <laughs> but but she's a brunette. I know. Maybe she's not a natural brunette. <laughs> I he needed to find out. I have a feeling that he just, you know, had a bad feeling about the whole thing and mm-hmm. decided to kind of keep an eye on you know? Mm-hmm. It's I swear, officer, I'm here to protect her. He's I got swear. An <laughs> So yeah, uh, after the ninja fight, uh, ninja <laughs> you mean gets away. The bookcase of doom. <laughs> yeah. uh, they should um, have better screw. They should have used the blue screws to keep it in the wall like that. Yeah, because I mean it's L.A. There's earthquakes. <laughs> that was the drywall in this scene, by the way. <laughs> 
Moving oh, on. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, Rebecca sees that Angel has no reflection. <gasps> Actually, that wasn't her reaction at all. <laughs> it was like, ooh. Ooh. I'm pretty. I, I, look, I look weird. I haven't been with a vampire before. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, uh, yeah, the police are kind of clearing out. Oliver's there. He's worried about Rebecca. Um, and then he leaves her, and we see that uh, Rebecca has a stray in the house. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Angel comes out, and she she calls it. He's a vampire, and uh, start, they start talking about uh, movie vampires. And Angel prefers Frank Langella's version. He's the only one that's believable. <laughs> <laughs> and then he talks about how old he is. And Angel's surprised that she's not afraid. And, You're not uh, afraid? She, she, he says, You're not afraid? Oh my god, what do I do? <laughs> it's kind of like uh, they're both impressed with each other by how non starstruck they are with each other. Yeah, that's, that's true, isn't <laughs> yeah. it? Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, she asks him to stay. And uh, the next scene, Wesley tells Courtney at her house, and Cordy is worried, especially the fact that he stayed the night. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Wesley, Wesley doesn't think Angel could find true happiness with an actress. <laughs> okay, so can I ask a question about the true happiness? Please. Uh-huh. Is it only when he orgasms, or is it because he's really truly happy? It's just true, true happiness. I've got a quote. Like if, like if he's in love with somebody. <laughs> I got I to gotta tim my near thing. Here, right? All yeah, about because, because true happiness doesn't have to happen when you're in the throes of passion. Right. It yeah, can change. Couldn't you find true happens. happiness yeah. when you're like. Eating a really good sandwich. Yeah. <laughs> the first time I, after I ever had chocolate cheesecake. I could have lost my soul forever right there. <laughs> when when Kimberly finally gets to see Magic Mike, <laughs> I will turn into an angelus if anyone gets in my way. <laughs> Tim Minier, he says, uh, Angel can have sex as long as it's not perfect happiness. If you look at eternity, that was his moment of perfect. Per- that was his moment of perfect happiness at Turn of Evil. On the other hand, as Wesley points out in the episode, the reason he experienced that moment of perfect happiness before was not because he had sex, but because he was with Buffy. Mm-hmm. That is when he found a moment of perfect happiness. But the point is, here's a guy who is not has to not cut himself off from the world, who has to connect, who has to not be completely guarded. But on the other hand, it's a very fine line he walks. And if he goes a little bit too far, there's a danger that he'll destroy the people he's connecting with. So it's not sex per se, but we do know that it's a danger area. I can Mm -hmm. see where you get the impression about sex and angel, but I think we've put a finer point on it on more than one occasion. Well, I actually (laughs) think they keep pointing the more blunt point on it. They keep talking about... You know, Cordelia keeps talking about, you know, the sex thing, the sex thing, the sex thing. I think they've been repeating that over and over again. This is Mm -hmm. the first time in this series that I've noticed that they actually mean something other than sex. You know, Mm -hmm. remember Mm -hmm. last time I talked about the whole oral sex loophole? (laughs) (laughs) If he has an entire sex loophole, if he can have unhappy sex, then what is he doing (laughs) being all frustrated? (laughs) Go out and have some angry sex, some unhappy sex, Angel. 
Some but people are frustrated because was... they're not having sex, and some people are frustrated because they can't connect with people. Really? <laughs> okay. Let me write that wow. down here next to the Easter Bunny's home address. <laughs> uh, so, um, Cordy shows up at Rebecca's with coffee and a giant cross. Uh, Cordy oh, immediately wants to rummage to her things. <laughs> And, uh, yeah, he tells Cordy that Rebecca knows the secret, and Cordy's hoping to get hooked up with her manager. Maybe uh-huh. get a maybe get a gig. Cordy's uh, crossing over into, like, um, stupidity again, I think. No, she's just being really shallow. Yeah, but that's it's just, self-serving. I think it's, it's poor writing. I really do. Mm-hmm. I think to have, to just throw... Okay, we can end the scene. We don't know where we're going. We'll have a big funny laugh when, if Cordelia says something all about herself. You know what I mean? But you have to understand, this is her goal. It's been her goal for the longest time. And she's Ooh. finally just within reach of possibly maybe moving up in that, you know, not being a nobody anymore on stage thing, right? Uh-huh. So I think for her, this kind of trumps everything else and is basically turning her stupid. It's like... You know, you're just released from prison and you finally see someone of the opposite sex. You could just be go stupid gaga. You know? You don't know how to talk to them. You don't know how to approach them. <laughs> I just, I just know. I just find it getting, it's tired already. Mm. Her always being so self-centered. Like the joke's over. Anyway, sorry. Go oh, on. No. By the way, I just want to backtrack. I didn't mean to say that uh, only people who are heterosexuals are allowed to feel this way. Anyone who sees anyone they're attracted to after a prolonged period of not being exposed to people mm-hmm. that they could actually be in contact with would be going through the blah, 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 blah. My apologies if it. I offended anyone in the LGBT community. Thank you. I heard you, Gabby. I got you. Thank you. It's all that prison time. I think Probation, I, no? Well, I, I think that, you know, the whole... Uh, you know, her trying to get hooked up with this person and trying her? to... Her? Cordelia. Uh, <laughs> Cordy. <laughs> I'm like, what? Her? Uh, her? Cordy. Uh, <laughs> so I think it's more about reachieving that status that she had in high school. Yeah. And, you know, she lost it all when her her father with the taxes and all that. And, uh, yeah, she's. I think she's trying to get back to that a bit, too. Yeah, she's, yeah. This isn't, she's not used to being a nobody uh-huh. and not being perfect and not being good at what she's uh-huh. – she's used to being good at everything. I think she's so used to people, like, you know, falling at her feet or whatever mm-hmm. all through mm-hmm. her life that when she is doing things like – butting in the middle of a conversation on the street between Angel and Rebecca. <laughs> she just doesn't know how to... Here we are. We have another character who's just desperately trying to connect. <laughs> 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 but she doesn't know how to like be like, mm-hmm. I don't know, humble? Very or, true. I don't know. So, uh, yeah, as we go along, we have Oliver saying Rebecca has an audition. So, uh, Rebecca gives Angel a suit to wear to protect her at her premiere. And at the premiere, we have Angel getting out of a limo. And I remember this is a big... Amazing. 
I, I was I was pretty excited when I saw the previews for this episode uh, after the ring where it was just like Angel's gone Hollywood and they show him <laughs> step out of it, protecting some actress and it's like oh man he's gonna be like protecting celebrities now this is pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you guys noticed, but uh, the big Hollywood premiere is right across the street from Payless Shoes, so. <laughs> it has gone downhill a little bit. So yeah, someone's following them with a gun. And uh, in the alleyway, Rebecca's trying to make a quick quick exit. The bad guy steps out on the catwalk, starts shooting. Angel jumps up to the catwalk, and they have a big fight. That was awesome. Mm. When did he, like, that he flew was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. He just jumped very high. Just, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like old school Superman. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. So outside uh, the theater, um, Angel is talking to the cops while Rebecca talks to Oliver. And I have another bit of thing here. Um, this uh, extra has a website. It's down right now. It's called The Adventures of Dan. And it's Adventures of Dan Extra Extraordinaire. And it's all his stories about different parts he's had or whatever and he was an extra got to be play a cop that was uh talking to angel in the background (laughs) during the scene and he says david was a friendly guy considering they were doing a lot of night shoots um when the pa came up and gave me a piece of orange tape with the number two that meant that i was one of the lucky ones that got a meal ticket and i got to eat that night and only extras were able to get one and david insisted that he get one too and he plastered it over his suit and he says, so a star with his own show, it takes the time to joke around with the extras, is pretty okay with my book. So. David B. That's up? true. You know what? I forget that he's the lead guy on this show. <laughs> no, but you know what I mean? Like, it's the not your typical. Angel. No, I know. <laughs> but he's not. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's not this kind of, hey, everybody, it's my show. <laughs> <laughs> You know, it, it, it doesn't come off that way at all. Not at all. No. Well, you know, they're this Whedon's always good with ensembles, and uh, they have a good group of three here. That, Maybe uh, that comes from. I don't. I, I have always heard people say, and I don't know what they're talking about. They say Joss Whedon was not proud of Angel the series, or. Joss Whedon had a problem coming up with Angel's motivation because he doesn't understand the role of the hero male super uh, masculine. But it's very strange that he can tap into the the teenage the female. girl. Yeah. <laughs> Don't yeah. say that again. <laughs> <laughs> but like he's always said that he just has a hard time finding Angel's motivation. So maybe... That's why Angel doesn't seem like the macho lead of the show. Mm. Mm. Plus, we've seen him dance. (laughs) So, um, yeah, uh, Rebecca tells Oliver that she's figured out that Stalker was a stuntman and accuses Oliver of, you know, doing the whole harassment thing. Oliver did it out of love. Um, (laughs) But she didn't get the part. Oh, well. Um, she's too mature it. for the role, and uh, syndication keeps the younger version of herself framed in people's minds. Damn my <laughs> royalty checks. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Damn my residuals. 
And uh, as he says, nobody stays young forever. Rebecca looks at Angel. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. Um, yeah, in the next scene, Wesley and Angel both come to the same conclusion. The stalker used blanks. And um, Angel doesn't know how to tell her. Tell Rebecca. Meanwhile, Cordy's out shopping with Rebecca. And uh, <laughs> Cordy is freaking out. And she borrowed Buffy's red leather pants. Which she wears again later in the episode. Uh huh. <laughs> Rebecca is pressing Cordy for info, and here's a little behind the scenes as well. Um, this is filmed on Hollywood Boulevard, and it was right near the Pacific Theater, which is where they filmed the premiere later that night. They pretty much had that block for you know the late afternoon into the you know to the night. Mm-hmm. So efficiency on Angel. Uh, um. <laughs> At Angel's place, we get into uh, the whole champagne. Um, and uh, <laughs> she said a bottle of Dom. I was like, Dom de Louise is here? <laughs> <laughs> is he wearing a little taxi driver hat and a muumu? <laughs> and a muumu. <laughs> she uh, sees that he doesn't sleep in a coffin. Comforting. <laughs> Then she tells Angel about that she knows all about the fake stalker and uh, gets them to link arms and <laughs> oops, it spilled a little bit on your shirt. Oh, I'm you so know, sorry. Angel, <laughs> and you know, Angel smiles mm-hmm. and it's nice. Can I t- can I attest to this having personal experience with it? Women do spill things on your clothing to get you out of your clothing. I can attest to this. This has happened to me before. <laughs> I don't care what Christine never... says, it was on purpose. You're like, oh, this old chestnut. <laughs> <laughs> I just love that he came back in the same shirt. <laughs> <laughs> He's like Matlock. Let his soul rest in peace forever. Uh, he he opened Matt up the closet Lock and he has 50 today. of the same suit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you guys, uh, I know you guys paid special attention to when he took his shirt off on his way to the Sure did. Yeah. Bedroom. Did you notice anything? He mm-hmm. didn't wait until that he was in the room to do it, and his tattoos missing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh well. Uh, so yeah, she rupees him. Then we go back to. Uh, did you say Cordy's- rupee or rupee? Rupee. <laughs> rupee. Ah. Oh. She gives him rupees and then rupees him. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that that was kind of weird because I don't. I didn't think that he could get. Drunk or anything. Yeah. S O D yeah. are the letters that we like to explain things when our brains hurt. When our brains hurt. <laughs> Spike gets drunk. Yes, he can have he other liquids. plastered. So I would say drugs do have an effect. It doesn't make any sense. <laughs> but it is but. a show about a vampire who has a soul. <laughs> Next! <laughs> so at Cordy's apartment, Wesley arrives, and Cordy realizes she told Rebecca too much. I didn't like the way she reacted here. I felt that she was being shallow, she was being maybe a little naive, but the way she reacted here was a little bit weird. This is where I think she got maybe a little bit stupid in the episode. Mm-hmm. But uh, it's all right. Oh, Wesley. Hell yeah. Well, I think, uh, you know, I mean, I can think of another 
they they do this gag a lot, you know. I remember in the uh, episode. Um, I know you're trying to forget it. The one with Faith um, <laughs> uh, and Buffy and uh, Giles and Xander end up telling Spike all these things, and he, then they walk away. And they're like, "We're stupid." <laughs> no. You know, it's just the whole like blah 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 blah. I just said something dumb, or I just said something that made made everything make perfect sense to me. Uh, I'm such an idiot for not thinking of it to begin with. So I don't know. It's just kind of like a gag that comes up a lot. I think reflexively. Um, what's that? Is it a gag that comes up reflexively? <laughs> yes. Awesome. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> so Angel's a bit <laughs> under the influence. And, uh, Tell me about it. He's in Happy Town. <laughs> yeah. Which means in the danger zone. <laughs> Rebecca says you deserve some happiness and then asks him to turn her so they can be together forever. And that's when Angel kind of flips out. Yeah. Says, Wasn't he uh, crying as well? Yeah, he had some tears coming. <laughs> I was like, come on, Angel. Really? I was so... Well, anyway. Carry on. Oh, he like was trying to atone. He's talking about his whole thing, and he's kind of it's like he's drunk. It's like you, he's drunk and emotional. <laughs> <laughs> I drop some tears sometimes when I get talking. You know? <laughs> Do you really? No, I love you, man. I love you. Interesting fact: You're- I have no tear ducts. Incapable of crying. <laughs> um. So yeah, Angel says that she's corrupted, and then grabs her and pulls some a blood sack out of her out of his fridge and sprays it in her mouth. That was my favorite scene <laughs> of this show ever. Amazing! Yeah, that was awesome. That was the best. I'm like, oh my god! So I'm watching this on Netflix on my iPhone on the bus on my way home from work, and I'm like, holy shit! And I think I actually said it out loud, and people started looking at me. It was awesome! Like, oh my god! And then I had this glimmer of hope. Yeah, that's yeah. what the show needs. He, is, he, is he here? Is he coming? Is he <laughs> coming? It was like, Angel, Angel, can you let me talk to Angelus, please? Is he here? Is Angelus here now, Angel? Right? Yeah. Come on! Come on down! Because <laughs> yeah, the show has been too safe. It needed to mm-hmm. take some chances. Holy yes. Him squirting the blood in her mouth, I'm like, this is the entire reason why this show is so different from Buffy. Mm. <laughs> so grown up and like, yes. I'm like, finally, here we go. I think that's why I literally rubbed my hands together. I was like, yes! <laughs> 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 is that terrible? Oh. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> and, and how aggressive that he gets with her, you know? Uh-huh. It's pretty... You know, I, yeah. scares her. She goes, you know, immediately to just terrified. Yeah. Well, she needs a wake up call. <laughs> yeah. She seriously did. Yeah, he says that uh, he's going to keep her head. <laughs> then he uh, throws her around, mocks her, says he's going to torture her. Steph gets happy. Yes. Uh, <laughs> and then she smacks him with a candlestick in the study. And goes up the elevator. There was no love. Why didn't she just take the stairs? It's a flight. Like, yeah, <laughs> I don't understand really the how long it takes for Angelus to show up. I guess maybe he's just you know biding his time. He goes out, turns the power off. Just Did you say 
biting his time. Yeah. That, that would be funny. If I, I don't know. Oh, if you <laughs> said it, if you said it, it would be funny. Is that what you were about to say? Oh. <laughs> uh-huh. Would never. Uh-huh. So yeah, Wesley's there. Uh, he helps out of the elevator and Cordy calls her a slut. There's my quote. You find out that she used Doximil, which uh, induces uh, synthetic happiness. There's no such thing, by the way. I thought it was email for little wiener dogs. (laughs) (laughs) Um. So Wesley thinks the drug's gonna probably just wear off. Just give it some time, and then the power goes out. Yeah. Oh man, was there another storm? And then, like, oh my god, one of the best things ever when Angel steps out of the shadows and says, Name's Angelus. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Love it. Uh, love it so much. Because I there's no I mean he he he's scary when he's all like, you know, wild wild-eyed and mocking and whatever. But when he's just sitting there with a stone face coming out with that vampire makeup, he's scary. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, Angelus uh, talks to Wesley about being inferior and uh, preys on his little emotional weakness and throws him into a wall. And then he mocks Cordy's acting. Oh, amazing. (laughs) And then uh, Cordy... Sometimes Cordy needs to be taken down a peg or two. Or four. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> exactly. Sometimes. Aww. It's just a shame that they had to bring Angelus out to do it. Like, if they were real friends, come on. Anyway, I know. Go on. So, Cordy threatens him with a water bottle. <laughs> that was they- awesome! <laughs> she was very convincing. He was very convincing, mm-hmm. and that whole spiel about the local parish priest blessing it once <laughs> a week was amazing! I totally Father- believed her. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You anyway, never mind. <laughs> so yeah, the acting fools him when she splashes him, and then Wesley knocks him down the elevator shaft. And then we cut to uh, that was pretty realistic. Like it really freaking hurt. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, just like Hawkeye, uh, the next morning he's awake and uh, he's back out of it. Um, I I swear to I swear to you I thought you met on Mash. I'm like, when did when did Alan Alda's character ever wake up and what what? Uh, yeah. So he's uh, all chained up, and Cordy asks if he's still evil, and we find out that Rebecca hit the road, and uh, yeah, like Steph was saying, like. They that they were going to do this little wrap up the scene with the actress and um, Tim Minear says, you know the thing she learned and blah 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 and it ended and she ended up she just leaves and Cordy says you tried to kill her she's not coming back and that just worked better. Mm-hmm. So uh, yeah, Wesley says what he said was influenced by the drugs. He didn't take it personally and Angel compliments it, him on his moves and uh, Cordy says Angel needs to be more honest with her and uh, then. Angel- going to be a long time before he actually gets untied as we hit the credits. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> that was awesome! Loved Wasn't it? it? First episode of Angel I would willingly rewatch. Me too. 
Yeah, definitely. I, yeah, I, I really like The Prodigal a lot, but uh, I would have to say this was, I would definitely rewatch this one. Mm-hmm. Maybe skip towards the end. Maybe <laughs> <laughs> that actress part. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't have too much of a problem with her at all. Um, but that's the same Fight Club came in between these two episodes, but that's okay. <laughs> I have to get rid of it somehow. Fright or Fight Club? I wonder <laughs> if, at the time, if that episode was like amazing because of all the Fight Club in mm-hmm. pop culture. <laughs> Was it? Do you remember Robin watching it, thinking, "Whoa, this is so cool"? I, I, I don't remember. I, I was never one who watched Star Trek and was like, "Yeah, I love when they go to different planets and they're mm-hmm. talking to like aliens that look all freaky." You know, when they get the heavy into the makeup, I, it starts to lose me. Mm-hmm. So, I, but I don't know. I sure like this one. <laughs> awesome. Cool. Do we have... you know, as a as a Buffy fan, you know, after season two being one of the best seasons ever, you know, as 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 you're going along watching it, it's just like, oh my god, when when are they gonna unleash that Angela's character again? Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. So. I hope he sticks around for like three or four episodes. Like it's not just like one and done. Like I hope he sticks around to the point where they have to find a way to bring him back. Mm. My hopes, anyways. You can record that, Beth. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, Judge, hopefully from what we read, that what Tim O'Neill is saying about these, at this point in the series, it's like they finally have decided that what they were doing didn't work. Right. And it's going to hopefully going to change. Sweet. They're definitely getting as far away as possible from episodes like I Fall to Pieces, you know, (laughs) (laughs) where you stick around with a girl that is in trouble for a while and you don't really care much about what's going on with Angel and the clan until they have to be a part of it or whatever. A question for you guys. Hopefully uh, it's not spoilery. But there's five seasons of Angel, correct? What? Yes. Who spoiled you on that? <laughs> <laughs> of the five seasons, which one is the best? <laughs> Can't um, say that. Well, what yeah, they they really? all run together because mm-hmm. it just all runs together. Okay. And I'm, I'm going to say the say... beginning of the first season. My favorite. <laughs> That's it? <laughs> That's it. Oh, damn it. <laughs> no, because I'm... Uh, like, I'm not trying it, to gauge when it reads its, reaches its height, and then it's like, okay, it falls off from here, or, or if it stays great all the way through to the end. But I, I know that it gets better, so I'm, I know that I'm like, okay, I'm in for some good TV watching soon. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. this episode was, I'm like, yes, finally, here we go. Here we go. Yeah. There's well, some real edge of your seat stuff in this show. I really, really love it. When the show was canceled in season five, it was a huge shock to everybody. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. wasn't it like a huge rating success? Like people did still they, were watching. Did they, does the show get wrapped up or is it like an open ending? 
No, don't tell me. La, la, don't la, la, la. tell her anymore. It's time for Greatest. feedback. There is no segment on this show called Let's Try and Get Some Info Out of the Veterans. <laughs> so I am going to ixnay on the Eggman say of MK, and we are going to read some feedback from the Facebook group. Shall we? Do it. I'm just catching up with what you were just saying. Bob okay. DeGrand says, Kimberly is going to be so mad. <laughs> I kind of like this episode from watching Angel and Wesley being tortured by Cordelia's acting to Angel telling her the truth about her acting. I also like that an aging actress wanting to be a vampire seems like a very L.A. thing to do. Yeah, it's, it's like a very typical vampire story. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Rich says, very controversial episode. I won't say why, but if the haters hate... I'll be here to argue the logistics of fantasy. Now, is it spoilery to talk about why this is controversial? I don't mm-hmm. think so. If, if what I'm, what he's talking about is what I'm gathering, I'm, I think he's talking about the whole was it Angelus, perhaps? Oh, moment of happiness, I didn't perhaps? Find, oh, the moment of happiness versus sex. Mm. Oh. Yeah, I see. No, I think it's that it really wasn't Angelus. That it was just. Angel under the influence of drugs making him think that he was happy and it wasn't actually Angelus. No, I think this is it. Hmm. I think Angel on drugs is less reserved and is less able to control the Angelus that lives within him. Mm. Because that's Um, a recurring theme, right? That he's out of control. Remember he had those recurring Mm -hmm. nightmares in the episode that Hawkeye was there? (laughs) (laughs) I, I I don't know where to fall on this. I mean the 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 problem the problem here is the fact that if he loses his soul, <laughs> then I mean he doesn't just wake up the next morning and have it back again. And true, <laughs> you know. So I don't know. I mean, maybe, so maybe Josh just... is telling us if you do drugs, it's like losing your soul. Nah, well, but well, not that, and it's just. It's not ha- like- it's not real happiness, it's fake happiness. So mm-hmm. with with Angel f- happiness, true happiness brings Angelus out whereas fake happiness p- rents him out for a while and then <laughs> <laughs> So Beth says that actress reminded me of the one from Teacher's Pet, but it's been a year or so since I watched that Buffy episode, so my mind is a bit blurry. Is that the one where the praying mantis? Uh, yeah, yeah. they both have no different uh, actress. Different eyes. actress. They both have very. Um... I much prefer the the uh, the insect woman. <laughs> Angel in chains says Lynette. That's something new and completely different. <laughs> <laughs> Surabi says one of my favorite parts of this episode is the realization yet again at the beginning of the episode that Wesley knows as much about culture as a 200 plus year old vampire and I'll probably never get over the hilarity of how quickly Cordelia dismisses Rebecca towards the end of the episode by the way go Cordelia I feel like this might turn into another doppelgangland situation Charisma Carpenter is so talented she's playing a character who's a bad actress but she can also play a character who's a good actress hmm Mm -hmm. Kate concurs. Tom mm-hmm. says, I think Kim will like this, at least a, a taste for Angelus. Yep. And Missy says, any love I have for this episode is based on how David, Alexis, and Charisma play the story. Rebecca is annoying. However, LA, the story is, the actress is irritating, and the roofy plot is just plain weird. <laughs> but who doesn't get a kick out of seeing Oliver Simon again? Laugh out loud. Oliver! 
No, no. If there's an episode of Angel where it's Uh-oh. an Oliver-centric universe, I swear I'll quit. And Beth, you can take that and, and hold on to that clip for me. Thank you. <clears throat> Everyone, thank you for the feedback. You can send us more contributions. You can call us at... One two six zero two six scarg two six zero two six seven five two seven. Call us and leave us a voicemail, or use some kind of audio recording device on your smartphone or smart smartphone. <laughs> smartphone. <laughs> smartphone. Smartphone. You. I'm sorry. No more impressions. You can call us on the phone at the number Robin mentioned. You can record yourself <laughs> on a device that may resemble a phone or some kind of iPod or a Zune. You can send us an MP3 or an M4A. You can visit redemptioncast.blogspot.com and get our show notes and download directly. You can subscribe on iTunes. You can follow us on Twitter at RedemptionCast. You can also go to the Potential Cast Facebook group page. It is Facebook.com. Facebook.com <laughs> slash oh groups slash I'm tired. Facebook. And I, have, and I have extra work to do tonight after this, so I am tired and I will start over. You can visit the Potential Cast Facebook group at Facebook.com slash groups slash Potential Cast. Keep it spoiler free or else. And, of course, you can send us an email at RedemptionCast at, e- at gmail.com. Yes, because if you try it at email.com, it probably won't work. <laughs> <laughs> Why wasn't there an email.com? Was there an email.com? Probably. Why do I feel like that was a missed opportunity? <laughs> hmm. I'm sure lots of uh, people new to the internet have probably dialed that one in several thousand times. Yes, on their rotary internet machine. <laughs> awesome. Are we ready to rate? Yes. Yay! Uh, oh, I'll say, since I said yeah, okay. I'm I'm gonna give it uh, eight out of ten Oscars for Cordy. Uh, <laughs> I really love this episode. There are a couple of uh, flaws in it. Uh, it's kind of uh, I don't know. It, it's very it's very first seasony still, um, but it's getting there. So I'm, yeah. that's why I'm giving it a, such a high rating. And of course, I'm jealous. Mm. But I'll let Kim talk about that. Great. <laughs> I'm going to give this episode 9 out of 10. Wesley's with 5 o'clock shadow. More, please. Ooh, man. <laughs> yeah. More Wesley with 5 o'clock shadow right now. That totally changes his persona. It's like, Are you trying to win back the LGBT community? No. <laughs> Are you suggesting that I'm pandering to our audience? <laughs> Is that what you're suggesting? We're suggesting. <laughs> I, am, I am not their capacity. I'm to suggesting speak. you ponder your words. I am going to ponder my <laughs> words about the- pandering, <laughs> and I'm going to say again: nine out of ten. Wesley's with five o'clock shadow. Please more. Thank you. End of transmission. <laughs> I really, really, really like this episode. I thought it was fantastic. I will give it nine out of ten flame flame crosses. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, I had to take points away because honestly, Cordelia really turned me off in this episode, and that's it. 
Yeah. Can we start I... Stubble Watch? <laughs> oh, Never know. mind. Cordy? Yeah. <laughs> Cordy Stubble Watch. <laughs> All right. Cool. This was so much. Angelus is so much fun. I give it 10 out of 10. Psych outs. Nice. This is the first episode that I've liked. <laughs> but I think that I don't want to give it a 10 because I feel like as much as I like this episode that it's got to get better. Jesus, at some point. So I'm going to give this 9 out of 10 Happy Dark Revengers. Yay. <laughs> Yay. Ah. Welcome aboard, Gabby. <laughs> Thanks for sticking with it, Gabby. <laughs> I'm sure that phone call we made to your parole officer had nothing with, to do with your change of heart. Sorry for the past 16 hours. But... <laughs> <laughs> Potentials. We all gave it 9 out of 10. That's mm-hmm. good. Yes, we did. Or should I should say the non. What are we? Redemptioners? I don't know. Redemptionese? Maybe. The noobs. Hey. <laughs> Is it quote time? Quotes. Can I go first? Go. Please. Emma Thompson? (laughs) (laughs) Who did I make snort? I'm sorry. Yay! (laughs) Line? (laughs) Think you mean quote? I mean, I've been to hell, but that was so much worse. <laughs> Wesley? Cordelia? Guys? Nah. <laughs> My freaking quotes are stolen. Whatever. <laughs> what? All of them? I had two, because I didn't want to go overboard. How about this one? He's culturally retarded that way. There we go. <laughs> you could have said line again. Line? Yeah. Like <laughs> oh, I'll do the uh, I'll do the Angelus one. Just, 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 just line. Of course, a time will come when Torvald is not as devoted to me. You are really, <laughs> let me tell you, bad. <laughs> what did you give him? Does it matter? Well, if he's all homicidal, I think, yeah! (laughs) (laughs) And Jealous may not be the most relaxing company, but at least he's honest. Shouldn't I expect the same from the not-evil versions of my friends? (laughs) (laughs) Awesome. Great episode, guys. Very good. We done with quotes? I think we are. What's on the slate for next time, Robin? I have been waiting so long to say these words. Next time on Angel, Season 1, Episode 18, 5 by 5 No! 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 I hate this show now. (laughs) I hate it again. I told you, I told you she was going to LA and that she was going to work at a restaurant and call herself Anne. I told you, I told you all. Nobody believes me. Nobody listens to me. (laughs) Nobody takes down any of the things I say as being important enough to remember. I warned you all. 
Word of God, if she, if I am absorbing all this and it's making me more powerful. (laughs) (laughs) If the episode opens up with her getting off the train like a vagabond, I'm done. Now, hold on. What if she also has a bandana with food in it wrapped around the end of a stick? (laughs) So done. Really? Because I I would be more on board if she actually had a hobo bag. (laughs) Can I say it again? Next time, season one, episode <laughs> 18, five by five. 18 used to be my lucky number, no longer. <laughs> son of a bitch! Yeah, <laughs> son of a bitch. Son of a bitch. <laughs> well, that's it from us, everyone. Thanks for joining Bye. us. And uh, yeah, Goodbye. if you don't hear from us again, you'll know why. <laughs> Bye, everyone. Hey. Since I met you, this more time has got through.
All right. Does anyone need a bathroom break? Nope. <laughs> nope. I was plunging the toilet when you called. All right. Kim, are you still around? I am. All right. Are we ready to go? Ready. Yes. Yeah. My dear Robin, have <laughs> at it. <laughs> okay. Um. Oh, you're okay. 